The book was better. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Book Was Better podcast. I am Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And this is our first official episode of the new year. So yes. if you only listen happy to our actual episodes, happy new year. Yes. If you missed it, we did do a mini-sode last week talking about, like... New Year resolutions or goals and stuff like that. Uh, but if mm-hmm. you are only here for the books, we get it. Welcome. Happy to have you and hope you're having a good 2023 so far. Yep. But today we are talking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. By Road Doll. Is this the third Road Doll book we're doing? Yeah, I believe so. We've done Matilda and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this will be number three. We've done like one a year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do like Rodol. He's great. He's written a lot of things. He's very prolific. No, this is our fourth one. The Witches. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot that wow, that was him, too. We really... If if you didn't know better, this would be like a Rodol fan podcast with how many of his books we've done. But um, we wanted to start the year with something fun, something um, easy to read, easy yeah. to watch. Something people are already familiar with, so they don't feel like they got to jump into a new book right away. Mm-hmm. Try to keep up. Yep. But speaking so. of new books and all of that if you want to be updated on what's like coming next um our first post on social media kind of announcing what's coming next is going up this week and then we'll continue to go up in future weeks just kind of giving you guys a heads up on what's coming so you can read along or watch along or whatever Submit FanFo pause if you like doing that. Just so you can mm-hmm. kind of keep up with what we are doing. Yeah. Because it's fun. Fun to... Well, it's fun for us if you guys are more involved. So, <laughs> um, And I imagine it's more fun to listen to the podcast if you've also read the book or seen the movie and aren't totally lost as to what we're talking about. So. Yes. I mean, I do know some people... We'll just do one or the other and then watch because they just like want to know the differences, especially movie watchers who don't really want to read the book like mm-hmm. doing that, which is fine. You know, we'll sum I get it up for you. You only have so many hours <laughs> in a day. But I also know, yes, people will skip episodes if they haven't watched or read or anything. So hopefully this one, most people have at least seen the movie and can feel like they can listen to this without anything being too confusing because we're doing so charlie and the chocolate factory is the name of the book the book is called charlie and the chocolate factory but it's been adapted into two different movies and the first movie the the one done in the 70s is called willy wonka's chocolate factory it doesn't have the same title as the book but the 2005 um, rendition that's the one that we're specifically talking about today is also called charlie and the chocolate factory so shares the same title as the book it's the one with Johnny Depp. I feel like that's how a lot yep. of people know this one. It's the Johnny Depp one. Um, but next week, we will talk more about in our mini so next week. We're going to do a mini so dedicated to this. Um, I think it came out in 1973. Am I ma- pulling that number out of nothing? 1971. Dang it. You were close, actually. <laughs> was, I'm impressed. I was real close. But it's the one with Gene Wilder. Okay. Yeah. That's. Also very well known, but a very different take. So we figure we'd talk more about that one. Um, still give it some time, but in a, in a mini-sode next week. So that's what we'll do next week. So uh, we're just going to be focusing on the Johnny Depp version today. Um, any other announcements or should we just dive in? I think that was it. I think it's just... Um 
Follow us on social at TBWD Podcast, uh, wherever you do that. Or if you want to email us, uh, you can also do that at uh, we are TBWD Podcast at gmail.com. It's just the email you can mm-hmm. use if you want to send us fan faux pas or recommendations or anything at all. We also check that email regularly. And other than that, I think that's it. Cool beans. All right. So we've got Road Dolls, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The book was published in 1964 and then was updated (laughs) and reprinted. In 1973, a very important there was reprint. There were a couple of problematic things in that first publication. So, um, but we love updates. We love so an updated the, version. The, the version we all read, the version we've all read, most likely, um, is not the original publication. It's been updated with some changes. So, but you're not missing out. You don't need to go read the original. <laughs> no, you don't. It just involves some racist stuff. So. Racist undertones. So, um, with the Oompa Loompas. Again, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory version, movie-wise, we're talking about, came out in 2005. Um, it was directed by Tim Burton, which should come as no surprise. Because who's in it? But Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. If Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter are both in a movie, it was most likely directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> they are a, a set the three of them yes they well I, I don't know i think tim burton and helena bonham carter got divorced yes but for a they really did. long time she was cast in like everything because that he directed because it was his wife so um sad day that they split but still like them both so um it, the screenplay was done by john august the music was done by Danny Elfman, so no surprise that the music oh, yeah. is so good. Danny but Elfman. also Danny Elfman and Tim Burton work a lot together as well. That is true. Um, Danny Elfman did Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, I believe, as well. So, um, And then casting was done by Susie Figgis. And, and I do think the cast was well chosen and very mm-hmm. well suited. Yeah. Um, despite some of the differences and changes that were made. Um, I think the cast was very well selected. So brief summary for those who need it. I don't think many people really need it because this story is known by everyone. Even if you haven't seen the movie or read the book, I feel like people still know the story, right? Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's about a boy named Charlie who comes from a very poor family and is given this once in a lifetime opportunity by finding a golden ticket to go and tour this famous chocolate factory or candy factory who was who's which is owned by Willy Wonka. He goes in along with there's five total golden tickets all were found by different kids. They're all they all go in and one by one each of the kids are basically taken out not actually like killed, but like, oh, no, accidents happen to each and every one of them to the point where they have to leave the tour until Charlie's the only one left. And because Charlie's the last one and he shows that he's not selfish, right, and doesn't have the same kind of faults and flaws as the other children, he wins the ultimate prize, which is to continue to work with Willy Wonka to eventually inherit the company, essentially. There you go. I think that was my cleanest summary yet. So. um, It's a pretty short book. Yeah, pretty, pretty simple. Yes. And yet. Of all of Road Dolls books that we've covered, this one, I feel like had the most changed. And it wouldn't have mattered if we did the other movie adaptation because both of them make a lot of changes to this. Otherwise, yeah, you would think it's a pretty simple story, but lots of little changes, changes for some better big changes. and for worse. Yeah, some of both. Definitely. 
Um, so the last time we did this three, two, one style, I believe you went first. Yes. Um, sorry, I was double checking my notes. So I'm gonna go first today. It's been a while since we've recorded one of these. So, <laughs> um, all right. So my number three is just, it's not like a huge thing, but I did want to talk about the Oompa Loompas a little bit just because I feel like the movie and maybe it was a casting thing. Maybe they didn't want to have to have as many extras. Right. But the Oompa Loompas in the movie are one guy that they it's, just it's Boba CGI'd Fett. and green screened <laughs> and duplicated over and over and over again. They all look exactly the same. And they're all basically dudes. However, in the book, Oompa Loompas are essentially a different race, right? Almost like hobbits. Really, I, I've, I always think of hobbits when I think of Oompa Loompas because they're like not as tall as a regular person or a human person. But you still have men, women and children like all three exist. And in the book, Men, women, and children, Oompa Loompas, can all be found in the factory. And they wear different things and they look different. They're all, you know, roughly around the same height. Like they all are clearly um, not a human person, but still, like, there's variation. Mm -hmm. um, and you can tell, like, oh, yes, they have their own culture. And it was a specific kind of person like that they have their own people and then the movie was like nah that's too hard we're just gonna cast one guy and clone him basically it's the clone wars mm -hmm. um that that was my tie into his role in star wars but um i mean i guess nothing wrong with it necessarily did it really impact the overall story or anything? No. Um, I feel like there's I a, just a thought pro it was and weird. a con. I think there's a pro and a con to it. Mm -hmm. Like, pro, it's easier for them, like, just from a movie-making perspective. Mm -hmm. I think it also, and this is, like, I don't know. I feel like when you think it's, like, women and children and, like, men, it's, like, this whole society just lives at this factory and their whole life is just this work for Willy Wonka. It's a little weird. I feel like it, in this version where it's, it almost, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, but it almost like dehumanizes it enough that you don't dwell on the Oompa Loompas as much. But I do yeah. like how in the movie they like have the Oompa Loompas doing more. Like they're in the invention room, which they're not in the books. Like they're doing more. Mm -hmm. They're more involved as if they're like actually running the operation. And like this is their mm -hmm. factory and they're running it. So, I, yeah, it was an interesting take. But it's definitely like pros and cons, I think, with the changes. Yeah. And I like I that know. they it's wear fun outfits. But they're different outfits. Mm -hmm. Like the... Depending on the room they're in and the yeah. job they have. And yeah. So I guess in that way, they're not perfect clones of each other. But other than that, though. It was just something I noticed. Mm -hmm. Something I just... Yeah, the movie stuff. is definitely very visually striking. So I do think the outfits well, yeah, it's add Tim to Burton. that. <laughs> yeah. It's Tim Burton. Which is why it also has, a maybe you know, a little bit of a darker color theme and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, to definitely. It. It's Tim Burton, so. Um, reminiscent of his, like, Alice in Wonderland and whatnot, so. Mm hmm But. Um, yeah, so that's my number three. That was it. Fair enough. Uh, my number three is just like a small detail as well. Um, so in the book, the uh, children are all accompanied by both parents, uh, except for Charlie, who is just accompanied by his grandpa, Joe. All four of the mm -hmm. bad kids um, 
have both their mom and their dad with them. Whereas in the movie, they cut that down so that they could only have one parent. Which, like, from a casting perspective, totally fair. You don't really need all the parents there. Like, it's just more no. people to deal with. Um, but I do think it's interesting, like, how they have, like, Augustus with his mom, Mike with his dad, Veruca with her dad, Violet with her mom. Like, it's interesting Still how, which one they chose. the genders. Yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of the parents, though, as well, they definitely made a few changes. The biggest change is definitely Violet's mom. Because um, Violet's mom in the book... Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Am I thinking of Violet's mom? Yeah. Yeah. I am, at least. Violet's mom, like, doesn't like that her daughter chews gum all the time. Like, Violet's yeah, she's mom like very disapproving of her of her daughter's fault. She's Whereas also... the other parents, like, are encouraging of their kids' faults, almost. Yeah. And she's, like, a <laughs> bit more... Put together almost, I felt like, in the book. In she's the, not like this. In the movie, she's like flirting. Competitive, like, soccer mom. Yeah. That and then she's she, like, portrayed like. Flirts with Willy Wonka, which was really weird. I hate that scene. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, so proud of her daughter. And she's like, yeah, she chews all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. So uh, it's interesting the mm -hmm. changes that they made but other than that i mean i don't think it's a huge deal only having one of the parents um i think i can understand why they chose like obviously veruca's dad you would want you need the spoiled because veruca's daddy's, daddy's girl little girl yeah whereas on the um on augustus's side it's kind of better to have the mom who like dotes on her little boy and is like, no, you're not fat. You can have as many treats as you no, want. No, I want to make you more. F yeah, it's so. Yeah. She's a I think food. That, she's a pusher. That made sense. Um. Yeah, I think that's about all the notes I had on it. Um, other than the fact that I think in the movie they like. I don't know. I, maybe it's just because the movie's so like bright and colorful and there's so much going on. I feel like you just pay a little bit less attention to like the parents and stuff. Mm. So you don't really notice much. So like I honestly I this one's barely even a grievance because I really didn't mind any of these changes except for the awkward flirting scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say that's less of it's not so much a grievance, but it's definitely a change. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a like difference. A, a big difference. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what my number two is. I wouldn't necessarily say my number two is a grievance. Mm -hmm. It's also not really an anti-grievance. It's just a big difference. Um, and that's that the movie modernizes a lot of things. Yes. But it, that makes sense because you're trying to attract a new audience of kids to be interested in the story mm -hmm. in 2005 versus in the 60s yeah. so mike tv doesn't just sit around and watch tv he plays video games right like he's a gamer kid yeah and they add a lot of that and specifically like first person shooters right which is really big and can be addictive and that's all some kids want to do. And it's not great for their personality, right? Like mm -hmm. that's all you do. Don't get me wrong. I like video games. I've played a lot of video games. In fact, that was one of the big things that my husband and I did before we started dating. And when we first met and kind of just first started becoming friends is that's what we would do is in high school, we'd get together. I'd get together with him and a bunch of other guys and we played Halo. <laughs> like that's what we did we played first person shooters so nothing against first person shooters but if that's your entire personality then it's problematic you got to have diversified interests um so you've got that you've got some modernization in the world itself um because they changed the granted the book is 
the book never specifically states what town they're in or what city they're mm-hmm. in or what year it is or anything. Um, at least I don't think it does. But no, it's pretty vague. I think the I think the book is assumed to take place in England because that's where Rodal is from. But it's never well, explicitly Welsh, stated. Yeah, so it's somewhere in the UK. And then I think people also But the different assume... publications change certain things. So the publication in yeah. the UK says, right, that he found like a, 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 a pence or pence. a five pence or a half pence or something. I, it's been a while since I lived in the UK. I don't remember all the money terms. Um, but then in the American publication, it says he finds a dollar. Yeah. Right. Like, And they, then I think time it. period wise, it's assumed that the book is set about the time it came out. <clears throat> Yeah, so they definitely update some things um, as well as like in the factory and how they're welcomed, right? They're not just welcomed. They're welcomed by like this mechanic, mechanical, like puppet show thing. And um, again, not huge changes, but some just to, again, modernize it for a newer audience and attract I was about to say today's kids, but this movie came out almost 2005. Years ago <laughs> that was us. We were kids. We were the target I audience. Like I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, you are correct. I was 11 or 12, maybe 11, almost. You were 12 probably 12. I was 10 when the book came out. So. Or no, you would have been. I was 11. 11. Or, I was 11 I or know. 12, depending. Yeah, I I was nine or ten. I don't know. But again, that's like right around Charlie's age. Yeah, I remember seeing this movie, I think, in theaters. So it was freaky. It kind of freaked me out as a kid. Oh, I liked it. (laughs) You loved it. I remember thinking it was way better than the 70s Tim Burton. Yeah, I do. So it was right up my alley. Yeah. um, But yeah, so that's my number two. Not necessarily a grievance, just a pretty big, just like a difference, right? Yeah. My number two is like an anti-grievance and a grievance in one. (laughs) Um, Hmm. It has to do with the songs. One, I'm so glad that they included the songs. I think the songs are super fun. My Well, they're almost word for word from the the book. Yeah. My only problem is they like took out some words. They like shortened them. And I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, you could have done the whole song. Like, you could have done the whole thing. But I think the songs are really well done. I like that they're all different styles. I think it's a fun way to mix it up compared to the original. Like, just same thing every time. I thought that it right. was kind of a funky, fun way to... Like, the Oompa Loompas dancing in this one is just amazing. They do a great job. And the facial expressions. Yeah. Uh, So I think that the song's really well done. I just wish that, yeah, they had just kept it true to the book because they were like nine tenths of the way there. And I feel like they could have just gone that extra little bit. But either way, I love the songs. I think that they add so much to this movie. And so I'm very glad that they left them in and that they made them fun and that they incorporated them really well obviously the songs were already in the book so it's easy to incorporate them into the story but I do feel like it didn't feel jarring when a song like happened it kind of flowed pretty well so I yeah yes big fan of the songs that's really all my number two is is just I really like the songs and if you haven't seen the movie and haven't heard the songs you should at least look them up on YouTube. They're pretty hilarious. They're catchy. They're probably they on Spotify. Are. <laughs> They're probably on Spotify, right? I imagine this movie has a soundtrack and all of those are included. I don't know. Again, it came out in 05. Spotify was a distant dream at that point. We were still You're right. Spotify downloading did not exist. illegal music at that point in time. I was still on... Um, wow, it just left me. Lime, what did I use? LimeWire? LimeWire. Yeah. And then you would download onto your uh, MP3 player. After LimeWire, it was YouTube to MP3. YouTube to MP3 <laughs> was a great site. And it was pre-iPod. Well, it was definitely pre-iPhone. It might have not been pre-iPod. I don't think it was pre-iPod. I just think we didn't have them because 
we got the cheap ones. We got knockoff socks. Yeah. I got a Zune. <laughs> we got the we got the MP3 players that would work for like two months and then break on you. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I think honorable mentions again. There's so many minor differences. Yeah, it's a lot of little things. But one is like they do change like Willy Wonka's appearance. They they make small changes to a lot of the kids appearances but none that are like none nothing huge. so much that i'm like what like a lot of them i'm like yeah I that makes like sense Wonka's appearance is pretty different because wonka is specifically described as having like a black goatee that's true and he looks he says he he looks younger than he is but he still doesn't look young he's still described as being you know like middle aged yeah like Johnny Depp looks way younger in this movie than I pictured Johnny uh, than I pictured Willy Wonka being. Mm-hmm. But then otherwise, like he does wear the top hat and like the purple coat. Yeah. Like that's accurate. Um, but yeah, appearances, lots of lots of little differences with appearances. Um, A lot of them, though, again, make sense with moving from the 60s to mm-hmm. the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the ending, he, Willy Wonka never says that Charlie has to abandon his family. Yeah, that was. I don't understand why that was added. To make it dramatic, I guess. I think it's going to kind of tie into your number one, so I don't want to give too many thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, in the end of the book, they blast off into space, which leads into the sequel that no one ever talks about. No, but there is. It's Charlie in the glass elevator. Yeah. And they like go. It's yeah. So it, essentially like in the book. I have they not take, read it, so I don't know what it's about. <laughs> they take the family and I they like blast off. And I think they go to space. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, there is a Charlie sequel. Charlie in the glass Great glass elevator. Sorry, I forgot a word. It's a children. It's a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, continuing the story of young Charlie Bucket and Chocolatier Willy Wonka as they travel in the great glass elevator. There you go. This summary tells me nothing about where <laughs> they travel to. They travel all through time and space. It's the new TARDIS. Honestly, it looks very similar to a TARDIS. When did Doctor Who come out? <laughs> Is Doctor Who is this just where like that was Charlie and from? the Glass Elevator <laughs> spinoff we never knew existed? Doctor Who first season, 1963. So before. So before. So maybe the TARDIS inspired the great Glass Elevator. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We'll never be able to ask. Rodol will never be able to tell us because he died in 1990. So, um, but yeah, um, other honorable mentions. Um, I mean, there's just let me look again, at my notes little again. changes, but there's there's many. It's just lots of little things that I like don't really care that much about. And nothing where I was like. Oh. Well, a couple. I mentioned those, though. Like, no, oh, wait, that's my number one. <laughs> Lol. Like, there's a lot of different candies in the factory that are mentioned in the book, aren't mentioned in the movie, but then the movie mentions some that aren't mentioned in the book. Yeah. But that's not, like, a huge deal. It's, like, whatever. The beginning's um. difference. Like, the start of the movie shows Willy Wonka putting the golden tickets in, whereas the beginning of the book, you just meet the Bucket family. Um, mm-hmm. But I understand that change. I think that the start of the movie is a bit more, like, cap, like it captures you a little bit better, because you're like, ooh, golden ticket, and that's, like, the point of the whole story. So... Yeah. I'd say another relatively big difference but an understandable change because it's a movie or no wait is this your number one it's about the i can't the remember 
My number one is about the children. The children. Yeah, but you just but you just said character traits, and I don't know yeah. what that means. It means changing the character traits and the interactions. I was okay. Then yeah, I won't say this because I was going to say the interactions between the kids. But I guess we're going to get into that. Yep. So never mind. Forget I said anything. (laughs) Um, I will say also Um, with the end, like in the movie, you see all the kids walking away, and then like it's mentioned towards the beginning that they'll get like all the chocolate you could dream of in the book. It's explicitly stated that all of the bad kids like are given truckloads of chocolate to take. So like, even though they didn't win, they still get like mm-hmm. a ton of free chocolate, <laughs> but they also get a lifelong punishment. I mean, it's like, implied. That's something that doesn't, that doesn't change across the book in the movie is like, even at the end of the book, like, Mike TV is still stretched 10 feet tall and is as thin as a wire is how he's described. Right. Like, yeah, Violet is still permanently purple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there's like it's implied that if they change their ways, they can like go back. But. Yeah. If they learned their lesson. Mm -hmm. But. um, Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think that that's basically everything. Yeah, those are all the main notes I made. Again, there's a bunch of little things. Yeah. So, like, little changes to, like, the story that Grandpa Joe tells. Um, And slight differences in Wonka's nemesis, whatever his name was. I can't remember. He's not I want to say Slughorn. And I'm like, Slughorn is (laughs) Harry Potter. What am I saying? Yeah, slightly different. (laughs) Um, I will say, though, that we you did already talk about songs and I forgot to mention this. Yes. While they did include a lot of the songs, they took out the song. That Wonka sings on the boat. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I must have skipped over that. They also added a song. So they they added one and took one out. And I don't know how to feel about it. They added the welcome song when they Mm -hmm. all come with the puppets and stuff. And then, yeah, they did take out the boat song, which I am sad about the lack of boat song because I like, think Wonka it's a does cool one. Say, he still says there's no way of knowing where we're going or where whatever. We are he going. says like yeah. one of the lines, but like he doesn't sing the song. He doesn't sing the song. Even yes. in the, the Gene Wilder version, he does like a little rhymey thing on the boat that inc- that's out of the book. I feel but. like this, the boat, though, is like the perfect place to have a crazy song. So they really, yeah, yeah. they could have done that. Sorry, my notes are all over the place, so I totally missed yeah, that. Yeah, so are mine. So, okay. But yeah, so that's the only other thing I'll mention. I can get into my number one now, unless you have an other honorable mention. Nope, I'm good. Um, I, so I think my number one is probably the biggest difference. It's yes, the biggest change. a hundred percent. The biggest change and the weirdest change. In the weirdest one. Yeah. So the movie adds all of these flashbacks. And don't get me wrong. They're done in kind of a funny way. And they're, and the way like Johnny Depp, like acts, like going into the flashback and like coming back to the present time is very funny. I thought it was very entertaining and funny as a kid when I watched it. But it's a lot. And there's this huge backstory about why he left to become a chocolatier. Yeah, how his he dad's became. a dentist who would never let him have any candy or sugar ever. And the book mentions nothing other than Wonka has no family. That's yep. what the book says. Yep. Willy Wonka has no family left. Basically, that's what it is. That That's where it ends. And yet the movie does this huge backstory and this huge thing. And then like Charlie pushes him to like have a resolution with his estranged with father. Christopher Lee and his father. I was going to say, OK, Saruman. Saruman. Um, like, wow, way to get a really pretty good at like very good very actor prominent to actor. do this weird obscure role like, yeah um but it takes a lot of screen time it's bizarre it's weird 
and I feel like it it changes the story a lot. Yeah, like it changes it totally Wonka. alters Wonka's motivation. Yeah, it totally alters his Charlie's relationship with Wonka. Yeah, and and you're right. I do think it also prompted them to be like, well. Wonka has to, because we've given him this weird backstory with his father, Wonka, we have to make Wonka hate familial connections. Yeah. So if Charlie's going to take over, he, he can't has to have leave any his connection family with his too. family. Yeah, like, it's weird. And then to, at like the very, it. very end, they, like, move the whole house into the factory. And then, like, Wonka comes over and is like, they're right. This is what it's like to have a family. And it's, like, kind of cute, but also, like, kind of weird. The, not the story. Not not at all yeah. what the original story was. Like, the focus was always, like, it's a children's book. It's a story for children. But, like, I feel like the moral of the story right is to not be self-centered not be selfish yeah. don't be a bad kid like don't be a bad kid be humble and even if you are a bad kid like you'll still get good things but you shouldn't necessarily be a bad kid because that's not you will still get what's coming to you kind of thing. Like karma yeah. exists or whatever. Yeah. And then the movie um, was like, no, it's about family and reconciling with your estranged uh, father. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK. Know. It just it was weird. It was a choice. I, I it was just, definitely it the was biggest thing. Like when I was rewatching this movie, because I haven't seen it in a long time. I almost forgot mm -hmm. about the whole weird dad thing because it's so random. And yeah. like not in the original movie and not in the book. And you're just like, wait, what's going on here? So yeah. it was a choice. <clears throat> I don't understand the choice. I don't know what was that a John August thing. He did the screenplay. Was it prompted from Tim Burton? Does Tim Burton have some unresolved daddy issues? Uh, that probably. Look at their him. Way? Probably. <laughs> probably. But yeah, so that's my number one. And it's. Yeah, that's the biggest change for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Um, my number one isn't as big because, again, that's definitely like the biggest change by far. But they just made mm -hmm. some changes to like the kids um, and like their interactions, which I thought was interesting. Uh, one main one is Veruca and Violet like being like, oh, my goodness, we're best friends now. And then like secretly hating each other. And I just thought that was unnecessary because it's like that cheesy, petty girls, cat fights. Pit girls against each other. Yeah. yeah girls for like, cheap entertainment can't actually purposes. actually be friends. Like, I just, I thought that was stupid. And then they like all bully Charlie, which they don't really like talk to Charlie that much in the book. They're all pretty focused mm -hmm. on what's going on. And I honestly, like, don't know why they felt the need to put in the movie, like, all of them being rude to Charlie. I'm like, they're already bad enough. We already know they all have bad traits. We're about to sing a bunch of songs about it. Like, you don't need to make why them worse. Why are they all singling Charlie out, you know? Like, <laughs> like, especially, like, with there's, like, all these adults and you're on this tour and, like, there's it's chocolate all around you. Who cares about the poor kid? Like, there are bigger yeah. fish to fry. Um... So that was those were the two main like interaction things that bugged me. Other than that, some of the changes like we kind of already touched on, like with um, the TV versus like video games thing. Though I will say it seems like in the movie it was almost like the eating thing was like more focused on more than like the TV habit. Yeah. Which was a difference. Again, I don't really. It's like, well, they also made him way smarter. Way. Yes, smarter. they did. They made him like way more clever, which I, I beat the algorithm. I figured out the. Yeah. Whatever. I broke it. That's how I found the golden ticket. Like. <laughs> yeah. Or something. I can't remember exactly what he says, but. And I, I don't really care about a lot of the changes. I would say those are like my main two grievances with the kids i don't know did you have any others you wanted to add 
Well, just that in the in in the book, they really don't. It, he he really doesn't talk about their interactions with each other at, at all. all. Yeah, like in the book, you would think that they just went on this tour and didn't talk to each other at all. <laughs> well, to be fair, think about the last like tour that you went on. Did you care at all to talk to the people around you? Like no, no, you talk with your family that you're with, <laughs> and you pay attention to the tour, especially if it's in a dope chocolate factory <laughs> with like little men making chocolate around you. Like, yeah, with with a whole race of people that you've never seen before. Yeah. It's like you're you don't care about those other people on the tour. So, I think that they like wanted to add more like drama or more like depth to the story. Mm -hmm. When it really wasn't necessary. Yeah. It's just movie versus book. Watching something on a screen instead of reading it. They definitely feel the need to make changes to make sure it's still entertaining to everybody. Which I know we talk about every almost every episode. But doesn't change the fact that sometimes it's annoying. <laughs> so I feel like this one's and almost sometimes like, misplaced. I feel like this is a different kind of one because it's not like they made it too action heavy. They made it too mm -hmm. just like petty drama heavy, which is slightly yeah. different than most of the ones that we talk about. Just because like, I don't know, it's a, it's a children's movie. And maybe they made some of the changes because they wanted it to be more entertaining for adults also. But like, yeah. With how old this book is and this story is and how classic the story is. I don't think you needed to make a whole bunch of changes to make yeah, it you still entertaining to, to different audiences. And you didn't need to add a secondary moral to like an already pretty moral heavy story. I feel like the whole dad thing going back to that, almost takes away from the actual morals with the kids. And I feel mm -hmm. like I'd rather kids focus on, like, how to not be selfish or how to not be stuck up and stuff rather than, like, reuniting with an estranged parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my throat is being weird. You're good. Anyways. Those are our grievances. Yep. That's Charlie. That's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But I know we have fan faux pas. Yes. So, crap. Did I take a screenshot of it enough? Aha, uh -huh, no, they haven't gotten rid of it. Yeah, they haven't gotten rid they of it yet. They get rid of the responses. Thank goodness. All right. And then, so we've got a couple responses there. Um, I see two, commented. two responses in the sticker responses. And then, yeah, it doesn't look like anything on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Oh, it didn't post on Facebook. That's why. Well, sorry <laughs> for the future. All right. You want to read one? I'll read the other. Sure. Uh, this one is from Devin over at We Ship a Podcast. What up, Devin? Um, he said that movie was a trip. Capital, all caps, trip. There are elements I liked, <laughs> but many more that I had issues with. It enhanced elements from the original, but I feel it took away the beauty of the original as well. Yeah overcomplicated some things and we'll definitely and i think that's what it is it's a children's book that was simple and just magical and fun in its simplicity why couldn't you have just kept it simple mm. and you i know? feel like next week in our minisode when we talk more about the original we'll definitely go into the differences between the two but yeah it definitely mm. this one is it's a lot a lot more intense for sure both movies make changes though oh, and yeah. alter the sequence and how things happen and different things so 
Um, our other one is from Peg Armour. That's our mother. Um, we know that she likes this story. Because we watched that 1971 version with Gene Wilder all the freaking time. <laughs> I was going to say, I also know that she likes the original way more than she likes this one. Yes, that's true as well. Um, she says they changed each event in the sequence so much. Um, I still love the book and the movie independently. And I will say, like, and it's not a bad movie. No, I still really if you don't the movie. compare it. But that's how most of these go. <laughs> but mm -hmm. our job is to compare and tear apart. Except um, not all of not every book that turns into a movie. I can say that I like them individually. Right. Well, some no. of them, it's just so hardcore. Like the book is so much better. Why does like this movie persuasion? exist? Like Persuasion. And Aragon and <laughs> the Divergent series. Granted, those books also weren't that great to start yeah. with, but the movies definitely didn't make any improvements. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just some. Um, what's that other one? Uh, P.S. I Love You. Mm, not great. We've done we've done quite a few where I'm like, why? Why? But. um. Alrighty, so there's our thoughts. There are some of your thoughts with our fan faux pause. And now uh, all that's left to answer is the age-old question. Was the book better? Yes. Yes, I'd agree. But I wouldn't say by a huge margin. Um, but it's, it's just... It's not like the movie sucks. No. The book's just better. <laughs> the book is just, it's so simple. And, like, it's such a short read that you're like, yeah, it's just, you may as well read the book. Yeah. Basically. And it's fun. And if you have kids, read it with your kids. Yeah. It's a great one for kids. But, um, yeah, basically, that's where we're there, where we're at with that. Next week, like we mentioned... Uh, we will talk more about the Gene Wilder version called Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. And then the week after that, we begin the month of love, February 1st. We are going to be doing Austin Land, which is a different take, but still Jane Austen related and period romance related so i'm all i'm all for it i'm all there um so that's coming february 1st it'll Otherwise, be another first one for me where i have never i have never read the book or watched the movie so see and i watched the movie and didn't realize it was a book so i've seen it before but i've not read the book before so, so here we go this will be a good one um so that should be fun it's related. It's related to one of my favorite things ever, which is Jane Austen. So that is, you true. know, I will have passionate feelings. But oh, and that is. Had a, oh, sorry. Wait, so you can continue. OK, mine's more I, of a wrapping up comment. So. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, it's just an announcement I forgot to make at the beginning. And then you said February 1st. And that reminded me uh, our the store, my store. But our merch Teak Designs will be relaunching on February 1st. So it'll be just in time to get stuff. If you want to, you know, get stuff for Valentine's Day, you'll have a couple weeks. There's some real cute and fun stuff coming. So um, I have one of the things on my person literally right now. So, <laughs> yes. uh, so you know, just mark that or remember that we'll be posting it all over social media as well and posting some fun sneak peeks. As we get closer, um, but I just wanted to, to those of you who stayed to the end of the episode, little uh, preview for you. Yes, that's coming February 1st. And our merch line, while a few of the things are the same, a lot of it's been revamped. So I'm super excited to uh, for you all to see the newer products and... Yep, Harry Potter line is still there. Yes, the Hogwarts bound line has With also been revamped. Well. Um, those will be the two available right away. And then we may or may not have a Jane Austen-esque 
We're working in the on work? a period, a period line. Yeah, like a. It's not just Jane Austen. No, but, but period, that time period, the period piece, that time period, a Victorian period piece. That's there we go. Yes, we haven't come um, up with the title. Is in the yet, works. I, we don't have a set date for that one coming out yet, but that one's also in the works. So, some fun stuff to look forward to this February. The month of love and Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, that's all I so. had to say. Um. All right, so there, there's all of our announcements. What was I? What was my closing comment? And oh yeah, I was just gonna say, hope everybody had a good holiday season. They all, you all started the new year with confidence. Um, I know school's now back in session, right? Everybody's back at work. Like we're all having to get back to our regular lives again. So hopefully you still have some fun stuff and things to look forward to. Keep you sane. But um, it's the dead of winter. It hasn't been above freaking 40 degrees here in Denver. So um, <laughs> <coughs> that seasonal depression paired with postpartum depression has me feeling pretty down most days. But here's hoping for some sunny weather soon. Let me get out of my house. But um It'll come. Summertime will come again. <laughs> yes. Not all of us can live in Hawaii where it's beautiful conditions year round. <laughs> yes, that is true. Though that will be coming to an end for you in April. So. Yep. Just a few more months. Granted, here. where you're moving to in Arizona is also pretty warm. It's not like you get winter there. So <laughs> more of a winter than here. I will say that. Yeah, but it's not like you'll get snow. No, definitely not. And I'm okay with that. Not below freezing temperatures. I'm fine with that. Which is what that. I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that wraps it up, I think. So yep. we hope that you all have a great week. And don't forget to read.